Welcome to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast, the podcast where we explore the past, understand the present, and dream of the future. My name is Courtney Cook, and I will be your host. Today's guest on our podcast is Steve Sissel. Hi, Steve. Hi, how are you? Good, and you're, <laughs> I'm good, and yourself? Uh, I'm great. Uh, this is a good way to uh, end a Friday uh, for me, uh, talking about junior theater. Oh, that's for sure. Well, can you start by t- telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I absolutely can. Uh, so, um, as you mentioned, my name is Steve Sissel, a longtime member of the junior theater program. I am a resident of Minneapolis uh, now. I'm uh, married. I have uh, four uh, adult kids. Uh, I've had a long uh, business career since I uh, kind of left school and left um, the dramatic arts. And I currently uh, manage a big reverse logistics team at Amazon. That's really cool. Yeah. And then you kind of gave us the rundown about where and what you're doing today, which is really cool. But jumping right into it. So can you tell us a bit what it was like growing up in uh, the Davenport Junior Theater Program? 60s and 70s, you said, right? Uh, yeah, probably more 70s and 80s. Uh, 70s and 80s. 80s. Uh, yep. There might have been uh, a little touch at the end of the 60s, but generally the 70s and the, yeah. early 80s. Yeah, but you weren't just a student, but you were also the founder's grandson. Uh, yes, I do have that um, special uh, distinction, I guess. And <laughs> um, that I, uh, you know, I mean, it was a, an important part of my life, both the theater um, and junior theater and my relationship with my uh, grandmother to whom I was uh, particularly close. <laughs> I would say um, in some ways there's probably not much choice uh, to be a member of the junior <laughs> Uh, I remember every summer or probably early, more springtime, uh, my grandmother would approach uh, me and I have a brother who's two years younger and uh, talk up the program and how she was going to love to have us uh, be part of it in the summer. And uh, both of us did uh, for a while. And then uh, at one point, uh, my brother opted out, uh, but I never did. And, um, you know, and, and it, you know, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I did quite a lot, you know, in the program, which we can talk about. But I would say maybe just the touching on my the grandmother part. Um, she was a, a force of nature, and <laughs> so um, I've heard. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, somebody who, who really insisted on um, people being their best, but also willing to be a big part of ensuring that you were going to be the best, and that that's what made her so special. I didn't get any special dispensation, so. Um, I can recall plenty of incidences where you know, I was in trouble or felt, felt the force of her wrath, um, but she also encouraged me in so many ways as a kid um, that she's still you know, the most important person in my life. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So while you were here uh, with Davenport Junior Theater, was there any particular show or um, experience that stands out to you or has a special meaning to you? Uh, yeah, I would actually um, uh, pick... Probably one of the last times that I was on the stage, uh, not exclusively, but, but close. And that was in 1984, after we had opened up the, the theater on the Annie Witt campus. And we had a special night uh, called An Evening with Mary. And so, you know, my grandmother, Mary, uh, who I called Mum Bum, so if that comes <laughs> up, <laughs> just know who I'm talking about. Uh, my aunt, uh, Barbara June, my uh, uncle Roy, and then my mom, Sally, uh, my mom directed, and then the three of us were in that production. That was the only time that I 
saw my grandmother on stage. And it was the only time that I got to act uh, with her in a couple of scenes. And so that's a you know, memory I'll, I'll hold dear. And, uh, and it was actually kind of like interesting and fun, like how it played out. Mm -hmm. uh, because that summer, I was a sophomore in college at Iowa, University of Iowa. But I was actually down in Kirksville, Missouri, doing summer stock theater. And this was before the internet. So all this happened in snail mail. Uh, but somehow uh, different scenes were selected. Uh, I don't think they asked for my input on that. Uh, and then uh, the sides were sent out. So I got them in Kirksville. I had to memorize them uh, remotely. Uh, we must have had a rehearsal, uh, but I barely remember that because there had to be blocking or something that took place. Then, I mean, this is how it works in the theater. Then we went on. Uh, it was on. probably one day of rehearsal or something. You know, and it was, it was fun, but it wasn't, I would, I'm rarely intimidated, I think, in the, on the stage. But that that night, uh, literally, I remember two things. One, uh, on the first scene that I was in with my aunt, uh, I totally missed my cue. She said it a second time, and then I kind of snapped to it and realized that I was, you know, there was something I was supposed to be doing. Um, so kind of, you know, caught myself back up. And uh, then I did a scene with uh, my Uncle Roy from Harvey. I had a big laugh line that was, you know, very rewarding. And then a scene with my grandmother. So, yeah, it was a fun night done in typical can-do attitude. We'll just pull it together and see what happens. Absolutely. It it sounds like it would have been a fun experience for you. There's one thing acting with people that you come to call your family. And I think there's definitely another actually acting with your family. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was an amateur in, in that group, but obviously my grandmother was a professional. Uh, my aunt is extremely talented and I taught theater for 30 plus years you know, in, in uh, Chicago. Uh, my uncle, the same thing. And so to be on the stage with uh, the three of them was... Um, a lot of fun, but it was quite an honor too. Of course. So after you graduated high school uh, and you stopped being part of the Davenport Junior Theater Program, uh, you studied political science and business, correct? Yeah, I had, uh, yes, correct. And I had kind of a circuitous route. I mean, I I, um, I went to the University of Iowa. I, I spent a year you know, in political science. And then I had the one moment where I'm like, wait a minute, is this really what I want to do? Or am I giving up this theater thing? Um, and is that really what I want to do? And so my sophomore year, I, I changed. I spent a year in, in theater, um, learned a lot. I really enjoyed it. I, and had uh, you know, some success at Iowa. I was on a couple of main stage uh, productions. Um, and then I did summer stock, that theater there, that summer in Kirksville, uh, which I referenced. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that that was enough for me. I kind of like cured the, the bug that I had. I think also uh, after, um, I mean, that was a paid job, um, but after I uh, paid for my rent, I was netting $5 a week. And uh, so yeah. I thought long and hard about it. And I went back to Iowa and I changed my major to business. I eventually graduated with a poli-sci degree and then went to the University of Chicago and got a, a master's in business there and uh, have been doing business-oriented uh, things ever since from a career standpoint. But every day, I continue to, to leverage and benefit from the things that I learned at uh, Davenport Junior Theater. Exactly. And that's what I was going to kind of touch on next. Can you share a bit more how your theater background helped you in those other fields? Yeah, I, I think it helps maybe in, in two broad ways. I mean, one, it, you know, it obviously helps you to communicate. Boy, they don't teach you that you know, in school, at business school either. Like soon you find yourself trying to lead teams, motivate teams. 
uh, lead a big town hall, uh, you know, things like that, and, 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 and you know, make a point, uh, make an argument. And that requires, you know, strong communication skills. And so for sure, you know, we got that out of the Davenport Junior Theater. Uh, and in fact, you know, I'm looking at the, the book that Mike Ashcraft uh, wrote about my grandmother and she, my copy has an inscription from my grandmother. Oh. And one of the things she, she says is that she's uh, proud of my ability to communicate and, and what I got out of the program. And so, um, yeah, I, I try not to, if I read that, I just end up uh, tearing up, but um, certainly the communication is one. And the second, I think, is the reverse of that. It's the empathy uh, that you get out of the program. And uh, I think the ability to under to really read a room, uh, to understand um, who's bought in, who's not, who's feeling like they're part of the conversation. So if I'm leading a, a team meeting or a town hall, that sense of like, who feels included right now? You know, how do I get them included into the, this discussion uh, so that they, you know, feel like their thoughts and that, you know, are being valued. So that, you know, that reverse of that, that, that empathy and understanding kind of how everybody is feeling about where they are, you know, in that communication, that journey or that project is something that I, that I've picked up. Uh, and maybe maybe an example of that, but the, the one thing I really find awkward, and I think it's <laughs> I think it comes from my theater days. Uh, I'll often lead large town halls, hundreds of people are on this call worldwide, and you don't get any feedback. You're like leading this like big Zoom call, and you know and everybody's just kind of in passive listen mode. As somebody from the theater, like I really struggle with that. Like the absence of the feedback immediately puts me in this headspace. I'm like. Well, are they hearing me? Are they understanding? You know, I said something I thought maybe was kind of amusing and I don't hear a laugh or, a, you know, and I have to kind of reorient myself and say, this is actually not theater. This is communication and, and trying to get the feedback uh, elsewhere. But every time that happens, I'm like, it's just something, you know, it misses something uh, being kind of under the lights in front of people and having, you know, kind of that sense of, of how the audience is responding to you. So I definitely miss that part. <laughs> Absolutely. I can, I can understand that for sure. Uh, similarly, then do you think, would you say those same skills definitely help you as your uh, position as VP, as a VP at Amazon? Uh, you mostly do the reverse logistic operations, correct? Yeah, which is a place I, I never thought I would end <laughs> up. Um, it's, it's very uh, operational, I guess, but it just shows how all these skills are relevant all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I'll, I'll lead a large town hall meeting and you have to be very thoughtful about what you want to communicate, how you want to communicate it, what the right method is uh, for communicating it. Um, and so all those kind of theatrical skills you know, come into play. Um, even, even when I'm in a building or, you know, on the floor and interacting with, you know, frontline processors or managers, you know, again, kind of understanding, you know, reading the room, having a sense for, you know, how people are feeling about the messages you're trying to convey or how they're experiencing their time at Amazon, um, all those skills, you know, I, I bring to bear. And, and I think, you know, what I loved about the program and what I, you know, see when I, you know, when I was back there over the summer, like it just, it, it helps you with confidence. It helps you again with communication, how to be yourself and, and comfortable kind of in your own skin. Like those are all really important life skills uh, that everybody needs, you know, regardless of what career they end up, you know, Absolutely. choosing in life. So uh, you briefly mentioned there that you had um, previously came back. I think it was just this past summer that uh, was for the 70th anniversary, correct? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. what was it like coming back for that, especially seeing like how much it had changed since the days you were here with uh, the Amy Wittheimer facility being renovated and 
turned into the Mary Fuller Night Wander Theater. Yeah, I, um, I mean, it was tremendous. I'm, I'm so glad I, I did it on, on multiple levels. Uh, I mean, for me, it had been 35 years um, since I had been there. And the last oh, time wow. I was there, we had a, um, after my grandmother passed away, we had a remembrance uh, kind of event in the theater and people spoke and, and uh, you know, a lot of, you know, students and faculty and um, supporters came uh, to that event. Uh, but that was the last time I was there until uh, this past summer. You know, a couple of things. One, it was great uh, to be able to share that with my family and my friends. So my best friend, uh, Kevin Wakey, came and joined. Uh, my uh, wife, Ann, came, uh, was there, and, and she didn't know anything about this back my this background uh, that I that was part of my life. Uh, my parents, especially my mother, who was very involved uh, mm-hmm. with junior theater, uh, was able to come back. So it was First, it was just nice to be able to experience that with people that, you know, are really important to me, obviously. I mean, it was great to be with people that I really respected and hadn't seen in, in such a long time, uh, many of whom, you know, you've already interviewed at this podcast, but, mm-hmm. you know, folks like, you know, you know the Shanklin and Brian Goff and the Bettersons and Bonnie Gunther was there and, um, you know, Lisa Britt and, you know, Stephanie and uh, Joni Demmer. And I just, I could go on and on and on. Uh, but seeing them again was, uh, was, was great. Uh, Kristen Smith. Uh, and then just like little things. I mean, that fir- the first uh, day there on the Saturday and all of a sudden summer fun starts playing and people are running up to the show wagon. I mean, I haven't thought about that song since I was on the show wagon, but immediately I'm like, okay, here's where I clap. And oh my God, like, do I have to go on stage now? I mean, it was just like those kind of having the feelings kind of rush in, um, you know, was a, a, just a highlight. You get that with the museum and stuff that's been so wonderfully, you know, created on the campus there. And then last and probably most importantly, just seeing how that program is, has really thrived. And that was um, a, really a big realization for me being back on campus and it was one of the things that I I mentioned you know to the you know I had a brief moment where I could you know talk at the at the dinner and and really wanted to highlight for the folks that are leaving the program now from Daniel on down like that program is you know, every good every bit as good as it was when I was there and my grandmother was running it and in many ways is you know it's bigger and bolder and um now that's a great uh, testament you know or legacy for my grandmother for all the others that were part of the program at that time but it's it's really a tribute to the work that everybody that that picked up the baton you know after my grandmother left the scene you know what they were able to do with that program so it's uh, I'm just very grateful yeah I was uh like I mentioned to you earlier I didn't grow up in this program at all and coming into it from like having no experience with it I was amazed with what it was and what we're doing here and I'm so happy to now be a part of it could you share a bit like you've already shared about like what skills you were able to take away from being in the program could you touch a bit more of why you think programs like Davenport Junior Theater are so important especially at as young of an age as we start yeah yeah and that was one of the um I was rereading parts of this biography of my grandmother but um (laughs) Yeah, I think that was really one of her insights that um, there was no age like, you know, like, you know, five or six is not too young. Uh, and also that, you know, reading lines, you know, it's not sufficient. You need to actually be in a play, uh, um, you know, and kind of putting that, that, putting that whole production together is really important, whether you're an actor or you're, 
you know, supporting it, you know, through costume or, or set or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and I think it's important because, um, first off, you know, there's a cohort of our, you know, younger generation, young kids that this is what they love. They're not into sports, or that's not their first thing, or they're not into science or, you know, but this is what they love. And it's increasingly hard to find outlets for that. Um, you know, you know, the, the arts are kind of de-emphasized in, in schools, you know, in, in my view. Um, and so this becomes a really important outlet for that cohort of, of kids that this is what speaks to them. So it gives them an opportunity. Um, secondly, I think uh, it creates just a lot of confidence uh, you know, for young kids to, to be able to do these kind of things and find themselves all of a sudden on stage, you know, doing something and that it actually works and that other kids, you know, respond to that, um, you know, when they do that, I think it's really, uh, really important. Um, so I think that, that confidence, you know, is a key thing. And I think, you know, it helps people, it creates a safe space too. You know, like it creates, like you find your tribe and you're, you're given the keys to the car. Like, yep, you're going to be on stage. Yes. You're going to create that set. Yep. Um, you're going to work on that costume. You're interested in running lights. Yep. You can do that. And there's not too many places where like you, you're given that kind of, that confidence is, is demonstrated and, and then it's done in a safe space. And then when you're successful, you build the confidence, like all those things happen together for kids at a very young age in a program like Davenport Junior Theater. Of course. Yeah. It, it's so great to see. And I'm actually having um, an experience with uh, like that with one of my students who they huh. have had tried a couple different courses before this session that they didn't exactly click with, but now the class they're in with me currently, they have absolutely fallen in love with it. And they're like, this is where I finally feel like this is what I'm good at. This is what I belong doing. It's very heartwarming to see and being able to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, that's the impact that you have. Not all of your students, maybe, but certainly some will never forget you. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I know I'm asking you to put words in her mouth, but what do you think Mary would hope for the program today? Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think, and you know, I said this that, that day, I mean, I think she would be really proud of where the program is. Um, I don't know, maybe a little surprised that it's, <laughs> you know, still there. Um, in a, you know, certainly in a pleasant way. I mean, it's been a long, it's been a long time. I think she would hope for just the thing, you know, that we're talking about. I mean, there were, in my, in my view from, you know, spending a lot of time with her, I mean, the two things that were really important to her, uh, first was actually family. Mm-hmm. And she, she had kind of a very interesting background that maybe I'll touch on later if we have a chance, but family was very important to her. And then obviously the theater was very important to her. And I think the uh, Davenport Junior Theater is really an amalgam of those two things. Uh, I mean, you know, it is kind of a family and the way everybody kind of comes together and, and makes these things work. And it's obviously, you know, about the theater. And I think, you know, she would just want those things, you know, to continue. And, you know, as long as, you know, for her, I think she would just love to see a program where young people can come together, do the things that they love with people that they enjoy spending time with in a space that's safe, building skills um, that, you know, they'll leverage for the rest of their lives, whether they go into theater and a lot of folks that, you know, were with me in the program are involved in theater in one way or another. And a lot of uh, folks that were with me at that time, like me, you know, aren't really, uh, but leverage those skills every day. Um, just that continuation of what she built is, I think, what she would 
uh, what she would want. And again, I think she would be like <laughs> stunned and, and, and very proud uh, that it's um, still continuing and that people remember um, her and, and kind of what she tried to instill. Right. Yeah. And I, uh, I read her, I read, I read through her biography uh, not too long ago. So I definitely, while I did not personally know her like you did, I definitely got that um, understanding of her through reading her story. Yeah. I, um, I'm so grateful for Mike Ashcraft for writing that book. Because one of the things that, you know, really resonates with me, um, I mean, it's great to have the kind of the biographical record, I guess, but what I really enjoy is that so much of it is actually just direct quotes uh, from my grandmother. And again, obviously, and so, I mean, I can hear her, her voice and like, I can, I know it, these are quotes from her. And so every time I, I read it, it's like, like my grandmother's you know, kind of right here <laughs> with me saying those things. And it's, uh, um, it's really well done from that, um, that perspective. It's, it's very true that who, who she was as a person. Yeah, it really is. It's, it was great to read it. But I honestly, I only have other one other question for you. Uh, but did you want to touch on a bit more of how important family was to your grandmother? Yeah, and I think maybe if I could a little bit, uh, you know, and you had referenced this, you know, earlier in, in an email. But you know, sometimes people, and, and I do get this at work, like people are like, well, who, you know, if there was one person you could meet again, you know, who would it be? And and I, I do often mention my grandmother, um, you know, because of you know how influential and important she was in my life um, and in, in so many others. But she had such an interesting background, uh, you know, too. And I, and, you know, some of it's on the website, but I don't know if all the listeners know, but. I think that this is why family and, and the theater were so important to her. You know, just briefly, she was born in Korea. Uh, her parents were missionaries. And so she grew up, spent the first 12 years of her life you know, in Korea, came back and forth between Korea and the U.S. several times, uh, eventually settled in Maryville, Tennessee when she was you know, 12. And her parents were still missionaries. So she was kind of out on her own. And now she was with her, her um, siblings in Maryville. But really, kind of out on her own at an early age. You know, she she got to Maryville in, in 1921. She was in eighth grade. Her mother died four years later, and her dad died. You know, three years after that. And so by the time she was 21, she was basically on her own. Uh, you know, in you know, in trying to figure out what she wanted to do. And she kind of she always enjoyed theater and the dramatic arts, but it was not necessarily going to be her vocation. And then. She kind of decided that it would be. Um, she started doing summer stock, like I did for one summer, and um, you know, kind of ro- ro- you know, roaming around in vaudeville. And then she met uh, her first husband, George, who um, proposed to her on stage in a stage whisper, and basically told her the show's not going on until you say yes. <laughs> I always love my grandmother's response to that. It was kind of like, well, I, you know. I kind of felt like I had no choice and the show needed to go on and I knew what he meant. And so, um, so they got married and traveled together um, for a little over a decade. And they were actually in Davenport um, where George had gotten some work and he, he died. His appendix mm-hmm. burst and he died. And that's the only reason you know, that my grandmother was in Davenport um, the only reason why Davenport Junior Theater is called Davenport Junior Theater is opposed to potentially something else. <laughs> and as she said, you know, she, you know, George died and she had 25 cents in her pocket and three kids to spend it on. And I think what, um, 
you know, what so impresses me about, you know, my grandmother is just what, uh, you know, I mentioned it earlier, what a force of nature, but what an incredibly strong woman, what an incredibly strong person she was um, to raise her, you know, three kids completely on her own. And, and everything that we know about what, you know, she left behind came from that place. All she knew was to be an instructor and to teach people theater. And so she gave out private lessons um, you know, while still acting, you know, in, in other, um, you know, troops and, you know, trying to make ends meet and, and follow her passion at the same time. Uh, and one of the first steps she took was to reach out to the, to the Davenport uh, Park Board. Uh, she met another force of nature, Leo <laughs> Bredbeck, who was just also an amazing uh, person and uh, was the, you know, longtime Showtime pal, <laughs> huge personality. And together, you know, they created, um, you know, what we now know as Davenport Junior Theater. But it, it was born out of um, just the, the crazy route uh, that her route that her life took, including a lot of a uh, lot of tragedy uh, that she turned into something uh, that turned into something positive. But I think those are experiences, or why family were, you know, was so important to her. And and I, and I use family in a very broad sense. I mean, you know, her siblings, her kids, her grandkids you know, blood family were obviously really important to her, but all the people that she worked with, you know, in Davenport Junior Theater and the Broadway Theater League, that was her family. And um, and I think it's, a, again, going back to the other question, that that family still continues, that they still talk about the family experience that they had, um, you know, over decades at Junior Theater and that that family still continues is um, a, a wonderful thing. So anyway, thank you for letting me talk a little bit about <laughs> my grandmother. Just an amazing person. Yeah. And it's actually great to see that because that spirit really carries on into all the students we have interviewed so many uh, or a couple other people that are just really like, I have so many people that I'm still friends with from those days that we may not see each other, but we always have our back still. Um, There's someone I recently interviewed that uh, she's currently backpacking across the world. So uh, one of her friends she made here at Davenport Junior, who's up in uh, New York, is cat sitting her cat for her. And she's like, that's the kind of bond you make here. Yeah. And, you know, in the end, that's all we really want, even in business. Like, you know, like I'm going to long forget like some deck I wrote or some process improvement we drove. But, you know, it's, it's having fun at work. It's making connections with people and. Now, and that's, you know, theater teaches you that, you know, how to do that, how to, you know, you know like open yourself up and kind of extend yourself, but also how to accept others um, to create that, that kind of space, you know, and that family feeling. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share with us today? Um, maybe just two quick things. I mean, first, just a thank you. I mean, I appreciate you <laughs> having me on and letting me, uh, you know, talk about, you know, those times and the, and the people I knew. Um, so thank you. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Thank you for uh, joining us. I, yeah, uh, you know, it was easy. Uh, the pay was good. Um, <laughs> and, and I guess I would just close with one of, you know, if my grandmother's here, she probably would just say, carry on. Uh, carry it was on. a phrase of hers, and that's what you, you're doing at Junior Theater. Hope that, um, you know, we continue to do that. So carry on. Carry on indeed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us today, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I really I really enjoyed it. And um I love being back and I, I hope to get back there again. Um, but you guys are doing great things there. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. 
This has been the Junior Theater Podcast. Thank you for listening.